Well, welcome back to Village Catholic Conversations. Um, we're so excited that you uh, chose to join us for a few minutes again uh, for this conversation. Uh, my name is Art Bammer Jr., Catholic speaker, and I'm here with my friend, John Canuthia, a yes. uh, fellow worker in the fields and the vineyards, Catholic speaker and life coach. Uh, we are going to continue. This is part two of a two-part episode on um, on prayer, a little bit about our prayer lives um, and um um, so how, how do you do prayer? Mm-hmm. Um, so um, we had a great part one conversation, and we're going to continue that. Um, but first, John, I think you can't do a talk about prayer without starting with some prayer, right? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. What a good thing. Yeah, yeah, anyway, so um, why, don't you, why don't you start this episode off with a little prayer? Yes. Um, we invite our Blessed Mother in this conversation. Hail Mary, full of grace, Peace the Lord, the Lord is, is with you. you. Blessed are thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of the womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for our sinners now and therefore and death. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Awesome. So, um, so John, um, mm-hmm. the last part one of this episode, I shared a little bit about um, some of the things that um, that I personally do with prayer, and then my uh, growing experience with um, uh, spending time before the Eucharist and just silence and yeah, so yeah. why don't you share with us some some of um, some of your prayer journeys yes. and something that's special to you in particular that we were we were talking about before yeah. uh, before this episode yeah you know you you know very well that when I'm speaking I like bringing my mom in the conversation right because right, right. my mom actually uh, did help me understand prayer and um, how to pray when you're Working on uh, doing some of the things that we used to do, especially the house chores. So, and I mentioned about gratitude. That's one of my favorite things to do. And one of the things my mom taught me was that um, doing dishes really is a prayer moment for you. Doing dishes is an opportunity for you to, as the water is flowing or as you're rinsing, as well, for you to offer yourself up to get rinsed. So my mom like. Taught me, it's a gratitude moment and also like a cleansing moment, you know, literally. But um, so from that moment, I was probably in the maybe tenth grade compared to the U.S. right system. Right. And from that point on, I really uh, started doing that as practice of prayer. Like, what what am I doing? Especially doing dishes. When I'm doing dishes, is a prayer moment for me. Okay. So can, can we just hold on one yes, second? Yes. Because I, I know a little bit about the story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so explain to our audience. So when you talk about doing dishes where you grew up, mm. that might not really be the experience that I had growing up doing dishes. <laughs> There's a little. He's making it sound like you know. But t- explain to explain to our viewers here right, for yeah. you what doing yeah. dishes meant in okay. your house because okay. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so. As most of probably some of you know, I'm from Kenya, and um, in Kenya, we, I always say that we are an agricultural country. And um, when you have an opportunity to put food on the table, it's always a blessing. And uh, in our culture, it's it's a huge deal. It's a huge blessing. So when my mom would ask us to do dishes, and she would see us complaining, and mind you, you know, 
family of seven siblings and two, and my mom and dad, so nine. And we would have dishes all over the place. <laughs> so we wouldn't have like a specific place where you're putting dishes. Right. So everybody eats whatever they eat. So when you're doing dishes, first of all, is to go picking up all the dishes wherever you are. The second thing is, if you have water in the house, you are lucky because you just get the water. Sometimes you have to go fetch water two, three miles down the hill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, right. like you don't, you, 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 it's your duty to do dishes. But before you do the dishes, there are some back things that you have to do. And one of those is to fetch some water or pick the dishes. This isn't a 10 minute little job. This is not a 10 minute, it's a two hour job, all right? <laughs> so you have, so if, if you had a bad day whereby there's no water and everybody is just ate and they left their plates or whatever they left them, you're going to have a lot of work. And there was a legitimate reason to complain because look, you're going to have to go fetch water, then come do dishes like you're doing two two jobs but my mom in her own training probably when she was growing up she probably she probably had it uh, better or worse than us right, <laughs> whatever right. word you want to right, prison right, right. but i think she installed into us that that discipline that it is not just uh just cleaning it's not just this work involved and when you make it prayerful, when you make it a gratitude moment, you remember that one, there are people who don't have food. So what you're doing, you're intentionally saying, you know, I thank you that, I thank you Lord because I had some food. There are other people who didn't have food. You may not be in a position to go give them food, but remember God works in miracles. He, he will hear your prayer and someone else out there will be touched and they'll give food to those people who don't have. Right. There are people who don't have water. I complain going two miles down the hill, get water. There are people who are walking miles and miles, 24 hours in search of water. Right. So you think you have it worse. There are people who have had it worse, they're having it worse. So my mom's message was very simple. You ate, you get some water, be thankful. Right. And, and to me, that changed my whole life. Right. Like it's the, the outlook. Um, and created a desire in me to be able to, to teach whatever I'm speaking now and to teach my kids the same. Like, right. it's not just, oh, you had food, you're full now, you're good. No. Take time. Right. Be grateful. But, and and uh, we've talked about this before, but just being grateful even for the, sac the hard parts in our lives. Yes. It is really easy to be grateful for... Thank you, God. Like I won the lottery, or oh, you yeah. know, or a or car. a new good car, or yeah. Yeah. whatever. That prayer of gratitude for the failures in our lives and the times in which things didn't go well, because those form us too. Yes, definitely. You know, those are the. Uh, I always say that's where the growth is. That's why Jesus Christ reminds you, "I'm right here. Look at the." Look at the right hand. I'm, I'm standing right. right here. So when you look at him, he reminds you that, look, in all your entire life, you learn to trust in me. I help you every time. Those hard moments, it's where the growth is. It's where you need to be more grateful. It's where you need to be um, God-dependent. It's where you are experiencing, uh, some people say it's where you're experiencing the temptation or your faith is being tested. Right. Probably true because right. even the best gold passes through fire. So those struggles, those hardships, those I don't knows, those moments that you're feeling lost, those times you cannot know what your life is about, when you commit yourself in gratitude to prayer, 
recognizing the things that you have. First of all, first of all, let me just say this. When I say gratitude, I first of all reflect on who I am, what God has made me to be. Before I even speak about what I have, who am I in God's eyes? You know, I'm healthy. So I reflect on who the being comes first. Then having comes next. And I, when I make that distinction for myself, then I'm able to be consciously, intentionally present in my gratitude prayer. It helps me not compare myself with other people. It helps me not to um, complain. It helps me to, you know, to, to, to understand what, what really gratitude is all about. So, so your gratitude prayer, John, just, just so, yeah. so uh, our audience gets an idea of, is this, a, is this an internal or external list of things you're grateful for or is there a method in which you use to help you be grateful like is there is there a form of prayer that you use that you turn into uh, a prayer like so i'm presuming yes. your, gra- your, your yeah. gratitude is yeah. more of an attitude of prayer right yeah it's 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 an attitude it's an attitude, it's an attitude okay. yes and it could happen even when you're seeing our father sure heaven because you get into that state of being thankful right and when you get in that so my process just to uh, answer your question is um, um, on a Sunday I'm going for mass, for example, and I know, I know, for me mass is the ultimate place of thanksgiving. Right. So I'll do my conscience. I'll examine myself. I'll see. All right, God has created me to love Him wholly. So, what are those things intrinsically I need to be grateful for? Right that define me, who I am. So I'll write those down. As I said, I'm a writer. Oh, I got my books, and this is a new book I got. <laughs> and I got so many books, and my wife tells me, and you can see here, these are, sorry. These are little books I used to write in when I was in college. Oh, high oh, school, wow. actually, yeah. It's college life and little life in high school. Wow. So these are some of the, I, I still have them with me. Wow, that's um, great. And I go through them sometimes to see what was, in that moment, what are those things that uh, touched my life and I was grateful for. Right. And who are, the, who are the friends? Because I know some people have heard me give this talk. Gratitude is just about saying. It's about doing. It's writing. It's mentioning things in specific. You know, this moment, you specify the name of a person. You write their name down and say, what are you grateful for them? And my mom... As I told us, praying for a family in general is okay, but when you specify an individual, when I'm praying for my brothers, four of them and my two sisters, I go name by name. Right. Their name and if they have told me their needs, I found that being that conscious, you know, allows you to, um, because God already knows their needs, God already knows my needs, so it, it allows me to experience oneness with him right. in that state of gratitude. You know, and I'm, I'm listening to you, I'm thinking that this this prayer that's rooted in gratitude is also a very humble prayer, especially if you're expressing gratitude for other people or things, yes. because then that turns it away from yourself yes. to, to others. It is, yes. Which is, which is really what's required of authentic love. Yes. Is, uh, is others. Um, yes. Uh, is, once again, that... 
responding to others with love, e- even people who are difficult. Yes. I mean, um, and, and are we grateful for difficult people in our lives? Yes, I, that's I, I, totally. I mean, I, am I always grateful for difficult people? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 not in any way, shape, or form. Um, but, um, but you know, the striving to exhibit that gratitude, like having a grateful heart. Because sometimes those, John, I'm, th- I'm just saying, I'm thinking, I'm like, these are opportunities of grace. So, yes. you know, do you ever pray for humility or, or patience? Like, okay, so you, you know how God works. Yes. That He yes. gives you an opportunity to be humble. Yes. And he gives you opportunities to be patient. Well, then, wouldn't you be grateful then for the person who is trying your patience and is an answer to your prayer, in essence, mm-hmm. To practice, um, to practice patience. Okay, that's very good. Um, and so, not that you're hoping that people are, <laughs> are difficult with you, but but I, but I'm saying like it's amazing how God can use all of the brokenness that we are. Yes. To help each other become holier people when we when we see with eyes that are gratitude. But all that is see. I think sometimes sometimes I'll bet some of our Listeners um, struggle with the idea that um, while prayer for, especially for Catholics, there's a there's rote prayer like we have the the Our Father, Hail Mary. Yes. There's yes. devotions like the Rosary yes. and the Divine Mercy Tablet. But really, um, to respond to the Scripture, to pray always without ceasing. Mm-hmm. It, it, we all can't function throughout the day yeah. just praying the Rosary all day in our heads. We couldn't. You couldn't think. You couldn't do math. You couldn't do like you couldn't do no, your job. No. But but when your attitude, either gratitude and humility, yes. then that really turns all of your stuff into a prayer. Yes. So then your yes. whole life becomes a prayer. It's a prayer. That in fact that was my ultimate statement. I was going to make, and thank you for getting out for me. That. W- the attitude, the intention is really what forms the foundation of how your life becomes a prayer. Right. Uh, uh, because if the attitude is that attitude of uh, gratitude, uh, humility, and all these virtues, then the way you reason, the way you think, the way you see things, the way you do things, then becomes rooted based on that foundation. Right. And you have, you're responding with your whole being. This is what I say. Not only do your mind become involved, but your entire being. And then you become a witness to the gospel. You become a witness with your actions. Yes, you become a witness to the gospel. Right, and that you get transformed. I see that. I ask you, hey, your life looks so good. What? And then you share your story. Right, right, right. And And then I'm like, oh, I want to know your Jesus. Right. You you seem really happy and together. Your life must be perfect. Uh, no, actually not. You know, here's all these bad things happening. Well, how how is it that your your attitude is? You're grateful for things and you're joyful and. You know, I, I, I'm always struck, and this is like a total random thought, but it's not exactly. Mm. Have you ever noticed after a natural disaster, let's say I grew up in the Midwest, you know, in tornado country, and the whole town is just destroyed by a tornado, yeah. and they're interviewing somebody, and they're just, I am so grateful that I'm, I'm good, my family is safe, and um, my, my, my friends are safe, that gratitude for the, the not complaining that oh your whole house was just yes destroyed by a tornado but that i'm grateful for the blessings of this community who's supporting me and that, yeah. like if, I, i'm always struck by that yeah. or or even the tragedy of when someone loses a very close family mm-hmm. member 
and they're grateful for the time that they had with that family member, even though they may have been taken at a young age or early. Yeah. You know, you know and that's an attitude yes. of gratitude. Yes. Ooh, that's snappy. Attitude of gratitude. Attitude of gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I always say gratitude takes you to a higher altitude. That's yeah, cool. no, that's good too. It's <laughs> catchy. Yeah, it's catchy. <laughs> you need to go. And, and, and when I'm listening to you saying this, I'm also thinking, because gratitude is about life. Right. Gratitude isn't about anything else. Right. It's about, it's it's a living word. It's like love. Right. It's, it's, it's a... It, it, it gives you freedom right. from those things that, you know, we could get attached to. It, it gives you fr- de- detachment. It gives you a sense of, you know, regardless of what happens, right. I am free. And God has given me this uh, love of this community. And I'm grateful. You're grateful because your life is free from the things of the world. Right. And... Uh, I'm always encouraging people. The tragedies happen, and every, a lot of things happen. But one of the biggest tragedies that I, you know, I think holds people back is failure to forgive others. Yes. And I think um, we cannot have gratitude is not complete until there's forgiveness. Right. Because I think for me, I struggled with this too, and I always say that um, you know I was bullied in high school. I was bullied. In third grade, I was bullied. High school, I was bullied. It took a long time for me to forgive the folks that bullied me. Right. Uh, in fact, it is not until probably I was in college after college that I was able to completely let go because I would always feel agitated. Right now, if I read the news and I see people bullying, uh, those memories still come back. Sure. But it is not until I was able to forgive those people I experienced true transformation gratitude right because forgiveness sets you free gratitude takes you to a higher right. altitude right so and this is probably more for a new another episode but yes. but also forgiveness of yourself forgiveness of self too yes it, it's very difficult to uh, forgive others when you have a hard time forgiving yourself yeah um and uh, we'll talk about that more yeah we'll talk about so that. for now we're talking about <laughs> gratitude gratitude because... john i love the idea that um you've just taken you know, prayer to a whole different place when you talk about it in the context of being grateful. And now that almost seems like that makes it a lot easier to pray without ceasing. Yes, yes. You know, Um, because if you're in a state of gratitude and you're living gratefully uh, and prayerfully, it's harder to complain. It's harder to look at people and imply ill intent. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of that going on right now. Like yeah, people, yeah. people presume the worst about people's intentions yeah. and, yeah. and um, um, without being grateful for them or the gifts that they bring yeah. um, along with some of their, their failings. So, yeah. um, but that's, um, that's a fantastic attitude, John. Yeah, right? it's, yeah, I, <clears throat> it's, and as you said, when you call, you, when you put it as an attitude, I think that changes us. Right. Prayer changes us. Right. Gratitude changes us. It's that attitude uh, of increasingly, intentionally uh, being conscious of appreciation of right. who you are, where you are, where you're going. And listen, I, I meet people who tell me they're stuck. They're stuck in their life in a particular state, you know, whether it's work or family. And 
some of the, the conscious decision I always ask is, let's look at the things that make you, well, those things that could make you grateful. And right. <laughs> if, they, if people are hesitating and scratching your head, I'm like, you, you better be grateful for your fingernails because you're able to scratch your hand. <laughs> scratch your head <laughs> right, because right, I'm like, right, oh, right, no. right. But uh, yeah, it's, it's an attitude that can change people's lives. And that's the attitude of prayer. Yeah, and I think um, many people disconnect our spiritual growth in life with our like worldly habits, and mm. it's almost like it's two different things. Yeah. Like the habits and the way in which I choose to live mm-hmm. is different from my spiritual growth. And why why am I not growing spiritually? Yeah. Well, because your 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 life habits are not conducive to growing spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. And you know if you're if you're complaining all the time. And it's a habit. It's difficult to be grateful. Yeah. Like to be to have yeah. an attitude of gratefulness, yes. which then makes it difficult to pray or to connect yes. with um, God or or just you know see others' needs before yourself. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I always say if you, for most people who like complaining, all I, I priest made this joke a while ago that uh, there are those people you see. <clears throat> coming towards you and you turn the other way and you walk to the direction they are moving to, you know, because you don't want to meet them. You just want right. to see them coming and then, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, yeah. you turn and then right. you just go to the wrong direction because you don't want to meet them because right. they, right. they will ruin your day. And uh, in as much as we are doing evangelization, uh, some people have just made a choice not to be grateful because it's right. a decision you make. It is a decision. And yes. when you make it a decision and a choice, then it's a matter of practicing the habit and... It happens. Yeah. Well, and ultimately what this all comes down to as we wrap up part two of our prayer episode is um, God gives us free will. And it is our, our, it is up to us to decide to make prayer. To, when we say make prayer part of our life, make the, our relationship with God a thing. Because that's yes. really what prayer is. Yes. It is, it is part of our relationship with yes. God. And, yes. um um, and and not really an experience of God, but if you if you want to know who God is more, then God is ready to pour all of that mm-hmm. onto you. Yes. But He's respecting our decision as yeah. to you know making making prayer making communication yes. part of the thing. Thank so, you for saying that yeah. because it's about are you gonna talk to me? You know, and I always say I know we are running out of time here. If you have people who are your friends at some point and then they, the communication failed. Right. Then you're no longer friends. You're no longer friends. So, but those who we have kept in touch, you feel good calling them all the time. Same with our God. Right. Why not today? Why not make a decision to spend three minutes, call upon His name, you know, quietly or with your community, with your family, spend some time, time, some time with Him, and right. see how things will start changing for you. Awesome. Yeah. Well, another great episode, I think. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy our you. conversation. Yeah. So. This is this is the Village Catholic Conversation. And we are delighted that you have been with us and uh, we hope you have enjoyed and you have uh, you take something out of it and uh, be grateful. The attitude of gratitude takes you to a higher altitude. Did <laughs> <laughs> you see how he just connected those two things together? Village Catholic Genius, genius. My yes. friend, Art Bermat here and myself, John Kenobia, wishing you all the best. And go out and start some of your own conversations. Start your own conversations.